I'm Tiffany. It's Nicole. I'm Carol, and this is what keeps us together. Basically, the group chat in your head. Living rent free. All right, y'all. We got a special guest today. Hey. Make him say, We got the New York No Limit Soldier in the house. Yo. <laughs> Master P. Do you know we call you that in our group chat? Y'all not actually, but it's accepted. It's okay. You're going to open a college. <laughs> ICDC. ICDC college. College. So y'all, we doing the whole thing. <laughs> so y'all, we have Patrick, Tiffany's fiance, yes. a.k.a. our editor, a.k.a. our marketing strategist, a.k.a. buys all our equipment to make sure it works. A.k.a. the man of all things. Yes. <laughs> the master of all trades. Yes, welcome. Yay. Thank y'all. Thank you for the intro. You're welcome. But do you know that we call you Master P in our group chat? Yes, I'm oh, aware. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dang, Tiffany, keep something to yourself. <laughs> no, Carol, you <laughs> actually called me Master P. All time. You called me Master P on like episode two. Uh, so. Right. All right, I yes. forgot you edit the podcast. So you, mm-hmm. know? Yeah. you know that thing that we do by ourselves, but then you edit it, and then you hear everything yep. we say? Yeah, never mind. All right, all right, all right. So, guys, today we are talking about let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about you and me. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about all the good things and the bad things that can be let's talk about sex took a turn who is that baritone Nicole range (laughs) (laughs) so this could be many of things we've broken it up into three subtopics the first one is the talk yeah Mm. so our cultural reference comes from um Amy Silverberg, don't know who she is, but the page is Sex with Ashley. And it says, when I was 14, my mom said I should not wait until marriage to have sex. I don't even need to wait for wait for love. Her advice was to only have sex with people who respected me. I don't have a punchline. I just think if more moms said this to their daughters, life would be easier. Hmm. It's different. I definitely have not. It's a different ever, take. Yeah. Haven't heard any mothers in my circle ever. Uh, yeah, for reference, this lady's white. I was about to say. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, think the last, I think the last name kind of gave it away. <laughs> I thought the first. <laughs> I know Not black, the first. I kind of black Amy. Maybe I don't. No. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't know no black Amy. Stop <laughs> capping. All right? Don't cap. Don't cap for the people. Right, I don't know any black Amy. Um... <sighs> I think I'm kind of hung up on the last statement she made, which was if more mothers had this conversation with their daughters, right, mm-hmm. then I I would agree if moms had free conversation with their children, it would be a different situation. But 
respect and not. I think there needs to be a little bit of a blend, maybe. All right. A, so a, a blend, blend of what? what? Like, what? like respect done? and love, but. Nah, right? nah, nah. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, maybe when you get into your thought years, there's no love. Wait a minute. Okay. So what was your talk conversation like? I've never had one. Okay. Mm, explains love. I'm not, <laughs> not explains Right. I mean, I don't, I think it was, just, well. Like Jasmine Sullivan's hotels in the background. <laughs> we also have a very free family, so it's not like. Oh, so your whole family hosts it, I'm here. <laughs> no, they are not. For my, for my family members. For legal purposes. <laughs> Not, not all of us. <laughs> That's a not, terrible caveat. <laughs> terrible. Hey, not all of us. Now we all kind of figure out who is and who isn't. Don't worry about it. That's our personal business. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Nicole, I'm sorry. Did you have a talk? The talk? No, I not one that I can remember. I think I remember at least like having no drugs, no alcohol talk but i don't know if it was like i burned it out of my mind that we had a conversation about because i can't i'm like i feel like i should but the only things i remember is there being the general talks at like church but mm-hmm. nothing that oh, i can yeah. remember either parent having with regards to to me specifically no but then again i could have like i said chosen to forget out. that <laughs> yes Patrick, did you have the, did your parents give you the talk? Mm, so the talk, not really. So it, for what I think the talk should be, definitely is not what I had, right? Okay. So I think what I what I got from my mom was sort of like, you know, you need to protect yourself, right? Oh. And when I think she, when I think I was at the age of her figuring out what was going on, I was like, yeah, I'm covered. I got it. Right. Oh, so you was already fighting in these streets. <laughs> relax. Relax. Right? Relax. Speak your truth, King. Relax. <laughs> Secondly, with the type of person who my father is, the the real the only real conversation was, yo son, you all beat skin. And oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, so wait. My wait. father's Jamaican. And yeah, break oh, that down. Yes, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what I heard. No, I, <laughs> You heard exactly what I said. Right. Oh, oh. Because I heard all of it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and that was about it. Oh. And Wait, I had to kind of... Did you say, do you beat skin? <laughs> yes, Carol. That's exactly That's what, what he said. Listen, for the non-Caribbeans, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. <laughs> I'm not Caribbean and I heard that. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make sure. Wait, so, okay. I have a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. You are an older brother. Eldest. Yeah. Okay, and you're. That's not what I thought you meant. <laughs> you oh, meant like, okay, I don't know where you thought I was going. You're but, old. <laughs> oh no, you like, have damn. a you have a younger brother is what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, he is an athlete. Correct. Relatively attractive young man. Did you feel the need to have a different talk with him as a brother that that you didn't have? I think, in some respects, like with my youngest brother, he is. So we actually grew up together, right? Um, we we are the closest in terms of like of all my brothers, mm-hmm. um, and I think how he carries himself is a lot followed after me, mm-hmm. right? So anybody who knows me knows the type of person I am. So he already knows not to really get caught up in a lot of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even with him being an athlete, I had to talk with him before he went off to college because that was the real point. Don't, don't get nobody pregnant. Protect yourself. Um, enjoy yourself. Have consent. 
when you have situations mm. and just and don't do the anything. Hand clap? Don't do anything with someone being drunk or <laughs> anything of the sort. Is that the slow hand clap? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's all we got. That's all we got. We don't, we don't got. have the nail applause anymore because we, we changed it for it's all, good. it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that was the extent of the conversation. And I mean, I, I understood how, how he was raised because I was there. So mm-hmm. I, you know, he has a good head on his shoulders. Okay. The other two? They cool, but they just not as. <laughs> they had they had their time. That's all. That's all. They had Love their time. Those in my family. <laughs> well, it reminds me. Do you remember when um Gabby uh Gabrielle Gabrielle Union Dwayne Wade like their conversation with their sons came out when he was in Miami and basically was like, just be careful, basically warning them. Sorry about white girls. No, <laughs> because that's they, a real conversation. Yeah, because they were because of who their father. Well, because of who their parents were, and then um, they're also basketball players, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And basically, just being like, because of who we are, you're going to be targeted. Mm-hmm. And so, like, their talk was different. I remember them getting a little bit of backlash because of it, but I also remember, I feel like black people were like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's a very necessary conversation to, to have. Was it shocking to him? To who? The to Jeff's son. Um, I mean, I'm sure he. I'm assuming because of who they are and the amount of money they have. I'm sure he was always raised in a predominantly white, yeah, situation. Mm-hmm. But it just it, it it's interesting to me because that kind of reminded me the conversation you had with your brother reminded me of that conversation. That conversation. So it comes from a place of hurt, like of. I mean, it has a historical reference to it. Yes. Yeah, I guess a little bit. I heard yeah. a lot, a little bit of Emmett Till. Not Emmett, but like, I mean, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we have to be careful. Right. Because black men are accused of a lot of different things all the time. So it's like right. their talk is different than maybe our talk. Because right. my talk wasn't protect yourself, <laughs> have fun in these streets. <laughs> it was none of that. The, 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 well, the talk that I had. One, I don't think it came from my parents besides the don't have sex. But the, okay. you know, like the real yes. life conversation before I went to school was more so like, I guess that was a little bit of protect yourself. Who did it come from? My mom's really good friend did it. And I think I'm sure my mom prompted the conversation because um, they maybe they didn't feel comfortable having it. My parents are very big in the church. I think their stance was always don't have sex before marriage. And so to have something contradictory of that, maybe they felt like right. they can't have that conversation uh, if it right. did, if it wasn't in line with what the Bible says. Right. So maybe they thought, let me have someone else Which is adjacent have that conversation with you. So you still maybe you know you have options. I don't how did know. It affect you. Like having that talk A with either someone that wasn't your immediate family and be having it at all. That was like different from what you'd grown up here. So I think high school was very much a like a fear because I was a person that was like, they show you those pictures of like, herpes and all that oh stuff. Like, and you're just like, I'm just like, oh no, like the first time I have sex, I'm going to have AIDS oh, and I'm no, going to no, die. No, like, no. period. So or that was, pregnant. yeah, already. Well, the first time. Yeah, they kissed yeah, yeah. me, baby, yeah, instantly. <laughs> Equally fearful. Yeah. Some <laughs> pictures of nothing less. <laughs> Insane. Mm-hmm. And so then when I had that conversation, I was just like, okay, so I mean, maybe sex isn't terrible. You know what I mean? Like it didn't like give me the license to do it, but I feel like I had a little bit more agency over my decision. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, not- so it didn't really work, but it wasn't 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is working? I know, like, what right. is, I was like, I don't know what work. I mean, I, I, I don't think I was. I think the pro- point of it was don't go to school and be reckless. Okay. I think that's the point I got from it. So in that case, it worked. Yeah. Okay. So you weren't reckless. No, I wasn't reckless. I was a virgin until I had my son. Yes. So obviously, <laughs> what are we saying here? Right. Right. So, what was your talk like? I don't even know why we're still talking about me. <laughs> you just started talking. Um, my talk was I never really had, like, I can't remember having a talk. What I was given was, like, this book in, like, my preteen, teenage years. Oh, and it was cool. like, had to be a thought. Yes, by Megan the Stallion. <laughs> yes, um, all the way back. No, then. it was kind of like about like your ch- body is changing, and here is what's happening to you. Hmm. Kind of a book, and so it encapsulated like you know having your time of the month and sex and oh. all the body parts and like things Dang. like that. But I like, didn't have like a direct conversation. The one thing that I remember is my mom being like, "So you do, do you plan to wait until marriage?" And I was like, did you? <gasps> and that's how I got out of that question. <laughs> that's as far as we've gotten. <laughs> oh, I, I could see her saying that and then just smooth walking off like, hmm, okay. <laughs> Fair. Right, Fair. I, got, I was bold. <laughs> she's she's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. <laughs> so did, they, did they answer the question? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, she okay. did, and I never had to, so it worked. <laughs> Oh. Wow. I want to know the like, Bible asked in the podcast. Yeah, you know, I mean, I just... Yeah, it's life. It's life. You're so quick, so young. Right. Just, just on it. Right. At an early age. Yeah. I feel like I was quicker then than I am now. Which, would you change... Like, the conversation you had came with a book and not a conversation. Well, I guess not a conversation, yeah. but a book. Well, would you do the same thing? Yeah, because it takes away the awkward... Like, there doesn't feel like there's, like, shame or, like, I don't want to be talking about this with you because I can, like, go read it at, on my own time. Right. And, like, whether or not, like, no one's checking to see if I read any of it. You know what I mean? So it's, like, of my own volition, which I felt, like, was helpful. I mean, I probably would, like, two-prong it and do both. But I feel like it is, like, useful to have something that is, like, educational, not just, like, my perspective on what you should be doing with yourself so did you go to school i'm like hey y'all hold on chapter three says (laughs) 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 what i learned last night no i was still like so ashamed that i didn't tell anyone i had it i think that you guys are probably the first people i know (laughs) 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 but in our 30 listeners (laughs) because low-key i'm like i kind of wish i had had a book like to reference not reference like these are things you should do but like to educate you on on the things instead of like oh god my body's experiencing feeling all these things what am I supposed to do with them act on them (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) like that's like the (laughs) you know how like dark you see on like how you watch cartoons (laughs) exactly like how you see the little cartoons your young ears with the little do it <laughs> you know how you see the little cartoons with like the little the angel the little devil on their yes. shoulder it's like all you heard was the devil <laughs> one sided conversation like, maybe maybe you should wait right I mean every once in a while I was like maybe you shouldn't do that Nicole do y'all wish y'all had a different conversation or a conversation at all do you think it would have changed things <sighs> mm. I mean 
the, the dynamic is different when you're in a family of all females. I mm-hmm. I can say for us because it's like I have my my have my grandparents, but you know their grandparents. So <laughs> they only talk about like what's for dinner and right. <laughs> you know like basic things like that. And then you have your mom who my mom and dad who just you know they're seen as the providers like the we making things happen for the household but then i have sisters who are much older than me mm-hmm. so you know you kind of connect the dots early for me specifically early in life because my sister i was i've been an aunt since i was nine so it was like well how did how did you have a baby <laughs> and then you hear like <laughs> girl folk talking in the other room mm-hmm. and you know me Nosey. i'm just I'm not nosy. I'm just intuitive. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. So you're just going to be on this podcast and lie. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's how you feel? Sure. That's not... I, yep. I mean, mm-hmm. my family knew I was this way. They used to call me satellite because I hear everything. But I'm just observant. That's how I see it. So, I mean, like, you connect the dots. Like I said, when you're in a family of all females and there's different age ranges... You not necessarily experience things, but you hear of experiences at different parts of your life. So the talk wasn't necessarily had, but I feel like I was fairly knowledgeable earlier in life. So did you feel like you got what you needed to make? No. Okay. Okay. That's why I said I wish I kind of had the book. Because, I mean, you go to FLE, Family Life Education, and you learn about parts and you learn about what happens. Like you said, the pictures, you get the, you're going to get pregnant the first time you have sex. it's also definitely fear-mongering. It it is. So it's like, I mean. I feel like that's what's missing. It's just like, okay, I, the book, like the textbook stuff we got. Yeah. And I feel like that's not the part that's missing. I feel like, at least for us, so we all grew up in church. So it was most, it was very much a don't have sex before marriage. Right. So the conversation wasn't, these are your options. Right. Where it sounds like, Patrick, you got, have sex would be safe. Whereas we mostly got, don't have sex before marriage. Right. So that's interesting, right? So New York City, public, New York City public education, right? For what that is. With with respect to sex education, like as soon as you come in, like ninth grade, it's one of the first classes you take. Wow! Like Wait, you waited till ninth grade. That was the first time you yeah. guys had it. Yeah, Wait, how old were that's you? High school. You fifth grade, sixth grade, fifth yeah. and sixth grade. When we I, first had this. I had sixth grade too, or no seventh grade. I only. Mm. I'm not saying that this is when I received it. The only time I remember it is high school. Oh, I vividly oh, no. remember yeah, being in the gym. Boys yeah. leave, girls. Like we had different classes. Yeah. yeah. So, and fifth and sixth grade. Oh, I only remember that in high school. Okay. So, I actually know mine was co ed now that I think about it. I vividly remember being in a room and then boys were just being gross. Oh, no. I remember the. I was going to say that. Okay. I remember the boys leaving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Patrick. Okay. So <laughs> this wasn't a segregated situation. There was. Like race or wasn't girls there? No, gender, like, gender, gender. Come on, come on. Come on. Niggas go to the left. <laughs> Y'all hold the white go to the right. right. <laughs> the chads. No, but they definitely gave you the gamut of like sexual education from the reproductive system, what that is for for males, females, the entire path, nine months of what giving birth is and then showed the birth mm-hmm. and in between summer all there like give you flashes of diseases every now and then and just let you know hey you could possibly get this or that right right um but it was definitely 
there was there was a fair aspect to it and then the understanding like hey if this is an outcome that can happen you know between either pregnancy giving birth and all the diseases mm-hmm. so but they made sure hey you're in ninth grade we want to show you this immediately right because there were still plenty of people who disappeared ninth tenth and eleventh grade mm-hmm. because it was pregnant right right so which leads me i think i, I think like having that conversation in the home it it helps as well but these kids are gonna do what they're gonna do like yeah that's why i feel like options is important not options but like not options necessarily but i need to know that you can't just teach one thing right right so it can't just be don't have sex before marriage it also needs to be like my preference is for you to wait Mm -hmm. however if you're not going to wait right because we're human right right? then this is what you need to do to be a responsible person participating in this act and i want to include in it the way in which you may or may not feel about it like if it does not feel good it's okay for you to not participate in it. Right. Mm-hmm. If it it may feel good. It may be feeling like something that you want to continue with. This is the time when you start to think about do I have contraception? Can do I really want to go through with this? Is this somebody who I could see myself with for a long period of time? And mentally you're or even like the mental aspects of what is associated right. with sex too. Because yeah. I don't know if that's always necessarily addressed until yeah. we get to be adults. That's right. what I was going to say is two things. I think that Patrick brought up an interesting point of like, you have to know your kids, I guess, to some degree, right? You have to know like your audience when you're having this conversation and how they're going to take your words yeah. or like what is appropriate for them in their environment. Mm-hmm. Um, what sounds like advising versus permission you know what I mean like I feel like you definitely have to know your kid in that sense but I also feel like what would have been beneficial for me as a kid is to have the conversation around the relationship around having sex I feel Mm -hmm. like there's so much conversation about like the potential outcome and like what's happening but it's not enough conversation about like how the person you're having it with should regard you like what that healthy dynamic looks like and regardless of like health doesn't have to mean that it's forever health doesn't have to mean that it's like someone that is like very significant like you're gonna bring them home like it just has to mean like the respect is Mm -hmm. there that there is what respect looks like you know what i mean and like all of those dynamics i feel like are more beneficial not more beneficial i won't say that but are also as beneficial as the potential outcomes of just having sex, period. So do you agree with the meme, then, that we read earlier? I mean, I feel like it's a similar conversation that I would have with my kid. I feel like it's often left out of the sex conversation, and I, but so much energy goes into all of those other dynamics around having sex and not just the sex. So I feel like it is an important dynamic conversation to have Mm -hmm. and I feel like it is important for you to feel like you can have it with your parents I feel like so much of our conversations are based in fear-mongering and what the bible says and it really being a taboo topic with our parents like I'm 30 something I'm I'm still not having this conversation at my house you know what I mean I was a virgin until I had my son exactly so I just feel like the there's an element that would really be beneficial of having this conversation with someone who has lived life in a same a similar cultural sh- construct, be it a generation earlier or two generations earlier, however old your parents are, than what you're dealing with right now. Because there is also the high probability that they've had happenings with those dynamics. You know, yeah. whether they've been 
success stories or like sad stories, broken hearted stories, like only having like, I didn't have sex with anybody but your father is like, whether that's true or not, like doesn't really help you grow and expand and know how to have healthy relationships. Right. Yeah. Well, so ultimately to me, sex is it's not just physical Mm -hmm. it's like you all said it's mental it's emotional and even sometimes with the two of those being separate because we always hear about when you come up your friends peer pressuring you to do things i mean that could being peer pressured to smoke or do drugs or something it could also happen you know don't let your friends peer pressure you into having sex or in peer pressure you into consent because right. you know someone could be like oh Ooh, well, is that something that can happen yes we'll save it for later. okay all right yeah. wait should we segue this might be a good time well let's n- let nicole finish her point okay but, i mean that that's just it that it's it's a very it's a very broad spectrum of of things and people I believe most of the time when people have the talk, it is focused on the the physical part. It's not necessarily addressing the emotional, how you're going to feel before, maybe after the uh, mental part. Like what what does it do to your mental state if if it goes great, if it's not so great, if it's not so good. So are you like referring to like the hard lessons that you got to learn post? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Soul ties and everything else. I mean, all of that. I mean, because I can, from for me personally, my my first time um, was very much so connected to an emotional, mental space. Mm -hmm. It wasn't necessarily. My first time. (laughs) I'm not going to say it was emotional because it wasn't. I mean, well. Ma'am. No, no, no. That's not what I meant to say. I didn't mean to say emotional. I'm not going to say it was out of a physical want. Mm. It was for for me specifically. It was it was definitely self. It was self esteem. Mm. Um. And then you grow from that space, and it almost it starts to shape who you are as a human mm-hmm. being. But can I ask a question? Yeah. So, did you feel like you were pressured into your first time? I'm not going to say pressured. Like it pressured. Like I didn't want it it was, oh, maybe this is the time. Or like, I felt like I was kind of be like when I look at it in retrospect um, and you realize, okay, that person really didn't care about me. They were just mm-hmm. trying to get something. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and <laughs> after you realize that it's like, not only were they just trying to, they were playing on your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that can, that affect how you want to regard sex for like the time after that. Like, well, ain't no nigga oh. gonna get me like that again. So let me become the savage. Or no one's gonna care anyway. Yeah, so let me just. Because well, I'm gonna. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. So, are we talking about like in the pursuit? So like in the in the sense of like the guy, like quote unquote, chasing you to try to get that. I mean, wait, or, or not, there wasn't necessarily a chase. It was like. <gasps> You just threw the drawers right <laughs> I mean, wow. It was, it was, was like, no, so there was no pressure. I, I mean, no, there was pressure. There was like, so when I mean by playing on your weaknesses, when you can, when you see somebody and you make observations about that person right. and you play on all those things yeah. to, to ultimately get what you want. So it's like, and 
at the time I was younger and you I've always been who? It's giving groomed vibes. Is a little sweet. I mean a little can bit, we, I guess so. Okay, I feel like I wanna ask questions, but I don't know if I can. Scary territory. Yeah. Wait, is he older than you? A little bit. I was like, I wanna know how he was a little bit. Was it a legal dynamic? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. As I was you thinking about ass, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking right. like an adult. Right. Gro- groomed is illegal. Stress. No, this was completely legal. <laughs> <laughs> completely legal, but it was it was a situation where it was like telling me all the right things. Like, oh, you're beautiful, all these things. And then mm-hmm. like day two, I'm like, oh my God, maybe I have a whole boyfriend. And they're like, why are you calling me? He's like, oh, That's not like the pursuit. That's, yeah. that's. That's the dog chasing the cat. That's what that is. Well, I'm I'm just saying. Like, let me tell you how I'm this cat saying... became cat dog real quick. Because <laughs> <laughs> after that, it was like, oh, you gonna have to work with this because she is right. Okay, right. You know, but from I from the perspective of a young man, right? You know, I don't know what how much experience that that quote unquote child at the time had, mm-hmm. but getting to that age, it's like. That's like, quote unquote, that's the goal. You want to try to get well, that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, you're going to say all the sweet Whatever things you need to and hear, you're going yeah. to say happened. everything you need to say to, to, to get to the goal. Right. right. And then, but at that age, you don't have the, the mental aptitude or the foresight or the emotional intelligence to really understand like what you're doing. And right. the effect right? that's gonna have. And, and the effect that's gonna have on the person right. that you're doing it to. Can I ask, so is that because sex. though the, the way in which we are told to regard sex with regards to women mm-hmm. versus young men, is that the reason why that mm-hmm. occurs? I think I that's often... completely, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a large factor, yeah, okay. yes. Yeah. Because amongst guys, <laughs> it's just like, do something different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unfortunately, the, the the idea at that age is like, yo, who got their piece of pussy first? Like, right. and then have conversation about it. Wait, so what you age what was saying? that for you? What age was that for? Okay, I'm a little different because in my youth, I was very busy. Like you was in these streets. No, Carol, stop trying to play my life. <laughs> Not busy in that sense, but like in being occupied with different activities, whether it have been like scouting or like doing stuff in the church or so I grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn, right in the 90s, pretty rough area. Right. Um, so my mother made sure that I was occupied in activities that didn't involve the streets mm-hmm. right because that was a very real thing like i had crips who lived right down the hall from me like mm-hmm. who ran the neighborhood right i knew everybody my mom's knew everybody she knew what my neighborhood was about and she knew to make sure that everybody knew that he's not going to be a part of that life mm-hmm. um so not only did the folks in the neighborhood know she made sure that i was occupied and my time was filled Right. So that was, that's a large portion of my life, my youth. Um, so even like gallivanting in the streets and talking to girls and all of that type of stuff, like I didn't really have the time to do all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and that's just that's a unique experience for me, even just for me being myself in my neighborhood. Um, but I had friends partaked in all of that right <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was i understood what was going on right, right? Mm-hmm. but i knew i was always considered the one that was set apart mm. from like any really any circle I, I was in so. okay so, so, I, wait, but i still want to know like because i'm just curious 
when those conversations were heavy as a female versus as a male? Like in your friend group, when those sex conversations were heavy in your friend group, like what age group that was versus for us? I bet it was later in life for us versus for you. Right. I would say it kind of started in junior high school. Oh, yeah. It, it, <gasps> oh, yeah. I mean, when everything was changing, mm-hmm. really, for everybody, right? Okay. So there were definitely people who were being sexually active at that age, for one. And then for two, um, a lot of that conversation was just happening, whether somebody was lying about it Guess or just, yeah. you know, because what, you, you 13, 14, like talking about, talking about what? Mm-hmm. What you watching on? On on, on pirate porn, <laughs> on the Spice Channel, you know what I'm saying. So it's Skin just like Skinny Max, Spice TV, or whatever, right? So other than that, I mean, I think a lot of it was was steeped in just like fibbing. But mm. for the ones who were partaking, y- y'all just doing a bunch of shit that y'all don't know and understand, right? Mm-hmm. And then trying to develop this aspect of yourself way ahead of your understanding yes i remember there was a couple girls in middle school that were partaking but like they were quote unquote fast Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like they it wasn't like that was popular at least from for me it wasn't a popular thing they were just like i don't want to be a part of y'all just doing something i don't need to be a part of but high school is probably when it became more of a like acceptable thing if you were sexually active it was okay so do you would you say that perhaps there's a double standard yeah, with, of course. Well, OK, not perhaps. perhaps. We know that there's a double standard. There's there always has been. But in regards to the talk specifically. Yes. It sounds like to me that the talk for girls is wait till you get married. If you don't, you're going to have disease and you're going to get pregnant the very first time you have sex for for young men. It's protect yourself, homie, but go get them cheeks. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly what the message is. <laughs> So I'm not saying it's right, but now, that is what is. But that so is what is this told. is the question I often pose. The message to, for the men is. <laughs> the question I often pose, especially to like my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, and and even my boyfriend is, that's how y'all feel about the young men in your life. What about your nieces your and your daughter? Do you have that same? Do you, you have, have that, that same, same energy? Pull up on me, energy. Pull up. What I. What I just said, I don't agree with that message. No, That's no. definitely not the message I'm portraying to like my nephew. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, and I'm not saying that you do, mm-hmm. but for those men that do promote that type of situation to the young men in their life where, you know, get them cheeks, but make sure you protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you have that same energy or think about what you say to them if they were your niece or it's your daughter or whatever? The message you think it is. And, and this is this is why I oftentimes bring that up because I'm like have that same energy because I'm I know for myself but I'm which not, energy yeah. right, do you want it to be yeah I'm saying have the same if Across you're going to make sure you protect yourself okay don't necessarily shame the young lady in your life as even like a dad and uncle whomever if that has to be a conversation because there are some single dads out there that maybe they have a woman in their life that have that they are able to say hey can you have a conversation with my child or whatever have you but 
don't be so one-sided to think that your daughter ain't out here being a G. I ain't saying that I'm doing that. But a G. She, I like that. You know. Be a G. Oh, no, that's that's real. I've been known a couple of Gs, <laughs> right? So it's just like, they're Except there. like, wait a minute. Yeah. So do you still it's know like, these Gs? <laughs> relax, Carol. Relax. I'm trying to create some. She was right? on tape. Like, you know, got relax, all the smoke for me. <laughs> it's not like she was waiting like, what, what is it? What is it? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> that, that's Carol. Um, but no, I'm like, I, I really, I'm an advocate for reminding the men that do promote that messaging. Make sure you keep that same energy for the yeah. young ladies in your life. Absolutely. But don't shame them in thinking that this is God awful, like they're going to die if this happens to them. Or switch your messaging for young men to be the same message that you have for the young lady in your life. And so that's I, think, I think for men who have daughters, it's fair, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No man wants his daughter to quote not. unquote be penetrated. Period. <laughs> that that's it. Just I'm sorry. So aggressive. That, right. that, very aggressive. It, but that's a fact. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as as long as it can as a father can prevent that from happening, that is the message that he will promote. Whether if it's to the detriment or helping his child. Wait, right. I wish I Are you speaking at large or for yourself? I'm speaking at large. Okay, I'm not right. speaking for myself. Just, oh, we're talking <laughs> to my <laughs> sister <laughs> a while ago. And I can't remember exactly what it is that she said um, specifically, but the thing that she mentioned that I thought uh, stuck out so much was she was discussing um, the way in which we speak to my nieces about certain things with regards to mm relationships and and the whole nine yards and her thing was for the most part why are we why are you having these conversations with your young women that you're not having with your men especially because a lot of women do not end up in relationships into later life there are it's it's a smaller especially in our family i should say specifically like she's not married i'm i'm not married my brother's married, right? So the conversations he's willing and ha- and having with my brother were very different than the ones he's having that they're having with my nieces. And she said, "Who is this? Your parents?" Not, but yeah, but my sister talking to my parents. Okay. Yes. And so, um, you know, it's something that my dad had to even think about because, right? You're saying, "Oh yeah, you you." Um, the thing is, oh, I don't want you penetrated, so you don't have marriage to, uh, you don't have sex till you're married, or you know, just focus on your your books and and never really talking about, okay, relationships will happen. What is your focus? Also incorporating the relationship. It's and it's to me, to her, I think her point was that women are often told to be independent and that they don't need a man and X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But then they don't, none of the people who are in their lives are thinking about what that woman will be dealing with if she's so independent that she hasn't hasn't Correct. acquired a real relationship or done anything because she's been so focused on the things that everyone else is promoting. But it's not easy being out there single. If you have kids, don't have yeah. kids, or you know, being older, it's... If it's your choice, fine, but be careful the message that you're sending to your young women that you're not doing that same thing with your young men. I literally had that conversation with my niece maybe a couple of weeks ago, just in regards to, like I mentioned, that I come from a family of mostly women. And because I, I have sisters, I don't have any biological brothers. And we have been raised to be so completely independent where 
it's it's almost like we put off this thing like we only know nigga. Fucking, we, we do all this shit on our own. Right. We only need you really for one thing, and that's if that's what we want. Um, <laughs> and and it almost creates a a div- divide between what could be a a potentially flourishing relationship because we are mm. taught to be this specific way right. where you don't need that you don't need that nigga or whatever have you and so we carry ourselves that way and and oftentimes um not to say that this is i get it's perceived i guess sometimes that or at least when you you read books and you listen to quote unquote experts they're like well men need have to be they want to feel needed in life and i'm like I don't know if every man feels that way, but if that's the case, then right. it could speak to a lot of right. a lot of situations going on. I I can say in my world, because I know when I was younger and in a relationship, there were challenges in my relationship because I was like, I don't need you, nigga. You move. look here. I pay my own bills. I got my own shit going on. You can either be here, or you cannot be here. Right. And and that's what that is. Right. And I've had to reframe my thinking in regards to that and how. I have conversation, whether it be in in sexual relationships or in, you know, in any in, in any situation to make sure that I can have healthy relationships, you know, which is the key, I think, more so than the act of the actual sex, but right. finding a healthy balance. Yeah. So I think we should segue. We touch on so tad to consent. We've kind of touched on that. So maybe we should segue there. Mm-hmm. Um so we have a, a ton of cultural references, including Pill Cosby and R. Kelly. Um, but we're about to play a clip from Charlemagne, which is old, which I hate to do it to you, brother, but he said some interesting things here. So going to go ahead and play this for the group. Carolina, mm-hmm. I got this girl real drunk. And, um, Jesus. I fought. That's that sounds a little fishy. I, I'm I not, got her drunk. I, now, I, I, I didn't just get her drunk. I remember going, I, I went to the sex store and got Spanish fly. Oh, so you raped her. Shut up. <laughs> Spanish fly. Why are you in, you're telling in the sex on store. You, I, I'm telling the truth. They, they spell it in the Spanish store. I had to fucking spell it. It's something not in the sex store, too. You could put that to a girl's throat yeah, and have sex with that. It doesn't mean it's so, illegal. So I put the Spanish fly in the ENJ. We drinking the ENJ. Shit. So in my mind, I don't know if it really worked, but I felt like I got horny as a fucker too so she was drunk and, shit, and we had sex and shit and like a lot of my boys was trying to come in the room and fuck i'm like nah she's like i can't you're not doing that and i'm like yeah. let you run the train on it that's right yeah. okay so, <laughs> right? so it's so, just one-on-one it ain't right yeah so the next trains are right so the next morning she wakes up the next morning she wakes up and um we talk about it and she's like, what happened? Mm. Like, we had sex. She said, okay, well, I'm glad it was you. Then a couple days later, she's like, yo, are you sure I only had sex with you? Because <laughs> one of my stupid cousins was going around saying he f***ed, which he didn't. Okay. I, I know for a fact he didn't. Okay. I was there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. He did not f- yeah. He looked at her naked, but he didn't f- Right. So, 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 I'm telling her, no, me and you just had sex. Nobody else did nothing. So it just was weird that she was like, "Well, I'm just glad it was you." You know. Is it? All right. So we're gonna end it there. Jesus. Um. So, I guess the question is, in terms of consent, 
that wasn't. As no, it is a lot happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, no. At what point do you, I don't even know like where it is. I, I feel even, even for her to say at the end, I'm glad it was you. Like you're glad it was him that raped you, or well, let's start there. Is it rape? What is if for consent purposes? If you are it, you want maybe for okay, go ahead. <laughs> Tag me in, coach. Um, yes, it was. Yes. Okay. A, if she's incapacitated, yes, she can't affirm that she would like to have sex with you. If she right. wakes up and asks you if you had sex last night right she, there's no way in hell she gave you consent right no. um i mean it, it could be a situation where it's unfor- it's forgettable but <laughs> well not okay not necessarily that's another issue entirely <laughs> but i think that this is also shines a light on why women don't always realize that they were yeah. raped like i feel like growing up rape was a scary thing that happens in an alley by a stranger mm-hmm. that grabs you when you're walking home alone mm-hmm. from yeah. like the library right but like this is when that is your baseline for mm-hmm. knowing what rape is this presents a lot of gray mm-hmm. and it's not gray right it's just not consent at all in any way shape or form and i mean the balls to be on a radio show talking about it right. but, um yeah i think even beyond that like the pride yeah. of... Or the joking. Oh, I'm glad it was you. The lot, right. Also, I like, oh, I, I didn't let them run a train, but yeah, he looked at her naked, like, and uh, this, I mean, not to go back to the last conversation, but this is, like, really shines a light on, like, why that conversation around, like, who you're having sex with and the relationship that should be there or the respect mm-hmm. that should be there as a baseline yeah. for that interaction is so important because none of it is present yeah or even like the joking about it like yeah i gave her this drug i mean she seemed cool with it but like she no. like that's i'm listening to this i'm just like wow like why are we the one like you said we're talking about this on a national syndicated radio show one two you're joking about it like this is no big deal like and i feel mortified and it, it didn't happen to me yeah, yeah. Like, i can like, only imagine God. what it's like hearing that back or right. not knowing who you had sex with that night, knowing it could have been multiple people, like terrifying. I mean, oh, what is Spanish Fly? Do you know? Spanish Fly. <laughs> Why do you sound like the voice of authority right now? <laughs> I feel like this is our like talk real fast, and it can be like our disclaimer at the end of the episode. It's usually the role I take, so you know this. Come on, stop it. Um, Spanish Fly is a, sort of like an enhancement, an aphrodisiac. <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's a hood aphrodisiac. You typically get it in like bodegas, right? It's usually wow. behind the counter. Okay. I've seen them. I never It's typically next to Rough Rider uh, Not condoms. The rough Rider condoms. Rough Rider condoms. <laughs> you see Spanish fly. Right? Not it being behind the counter at the bodega, like it's the prescription. <laughs> it is. Right? It's an enhancement. My New York niggas would know what the fuck this is, right? None but, of them listen to our podcast. Right. Maybe this will be the one. Maybe this will be the one. Right. Okay. Anyway. They're going to hear Spanish fly and want to listen to this. <laughs> like, okay. But that's what it is. Right? Okay. It's supposed to be a quote unquote enhancement to help you. Like, so, to help you. Is it for men? Yeah, that's the question. No. It's, it's, supposed, it's supposed to act as an aphrodisiac, right? I don't know the actual. So it's like, it sounds a, like, it's a like an ecstasy pill. <laughs> like, yeah. It sounds like a quaalude. Just, like, who knows, right? I've never used it. I just, I've, I know I've seen it. Okay. And I know, I know what it was meant for, right? But oh. I've never partaken. So I guess okay. also the question, 
I don't know if she was aware that she was taking this or No. Not. That is acting, wild. Yeah, and he's acting like, oh, well, you know, I went and bought it. Like, it's... So like I, it was... My, it sounds real CeeLo. Yeah. It, so oh. I'm just curious. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh. Is that her cover? No, I just forgot. I, I totally forgot. <laughs> right. I forgot he rapes women. Oh, oh my God. Oh. You, you said that like he's every week. week. Every week we get kids. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. So, okay. I just, I, I have concern for if, if you are in a situation where you're about to be intimate with somebody and they're incapacitated enough where they're maybe like limp body. If they, like somebody <laughs> laying on the bed. Enough to be limp body? Like, because it, what it sounds like is that this chick was like, I, like how I envision it is like she's just laid across whatever the right. bed or yeah. whatever and incapacitated enough where it's like maybe you was doing all the work and if you was do, like if he saw you naked he saw you laying in the bed naked and you sitting here getting your strokes in and and she's just laying there so the perfect example for this is 13 reasons 13 yes. reasons why that's such a good one it's like directly what happened yeah right? and I don't know at what point a period of time this happened in Charlemagne's life, right? I don't know if this was a college situation mm-hmm. or what, right? But I think it is lost on people that you might be in college, but you still a fucking child, right? Right? And those situations, I've seen them happen, mm-hmm. like where something happens to someone and they're not in their right state to then get consent and right. people feeling like that was something that was to be done right and, yeah. and it's, she knew what was happening right and it happens more often unfortunately than people could ever realize mm-hmm. and um like I, do you guys check each other i've often wondered this when you see uh your homeboy. Your homeboy about to really. So I've never witnessed one of my friends directly do something, anything to like that the, level, right? Solid brothers. I have. I've witnessed like situations go on with the football team. I don't know them niggas, right? And it's not for me to insert myself into whatever is happening over there. Mm-hmm. But I know it's the football team and some chicks. Right. Mm. And then there are stories. There are rumors. Right. Nothing I can validate. But it's enough to put detriment on someone's character. Yeah. Right. Across the campus. Mm -hmm. Right. Some girl is now labeled as the girl who got a train ran on her. Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. something of that sort. Right. And what that does to a person emotionally throughout their entire life is just like. Right. Yeah. You know, there's no way for you to realize the effect of what is happening in that moment what that's going to do to a person right yeah there's actually a netflix show about that i'm sure there is it was about um like different people having experienced like sexual encounters in i think it was high schoolers Mm. and it was like mainly like people who had either like transferred schools or trying to overcome like either a rumor that was started about them or like Mm. a sexual encounter gone wrong and like just the different, like, the array of ways that that affects different people and, like, the different, like, stories that there are. And it was, like, it was very disheartening. Yes. I'm th- I was thinking, like, I know, for one, girl code, I know for us in general is just, like, 
when we go out, I always have eyes on every single girl that I came to with. the club with. Like if we're right. going out, I know where all my people are. And if you're if you disappear for a certain amount of time, I'm looking for you. Mm-hmm. Period. Because I need to know where you are. And if I can't find you, like I'm almost in panic mode because I'm just assuming something happened to you. Because I know personally more than one female that has been raped personally. Mm-hmm. And I can probably count on more women than not that have been sexually assaulted mm-hmm. um, in a situation. Because I feel like for whatever reason, men feel like they just can touch or whatever women, more like unsolicited, they feel like they have that prerogative. Yes. Autonomy. Yeah, so I feel like right. I've seen that more than once. So then I feel when I go out and even now i know shelton my husband gets mad sometimes i'm I'm constantly on like hawk mode because i'm just making sure that all my people are good because i i just know that it's happened more than once i'm just making sure that everyone and even for me like i've been touched unsolicited more than once Mm -hmm. um so i just want to make sure that my people are good so i can't always have a good time when i'm out Mm. um so that's why i'm glad that someone asked like when you asked about like do guys check because i know for girls we're constantly making sure that we're good because we know there's a good chance that when we go out one of us is going to be sexually assaulted. Yeah. Bare minimum. You right, know what right. I mean? Like, and so, um, I don't business with people like that. That's good. Yes. Cause I, it, I, there's been men that I've trusted or that I thought I could trust. And then I'm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. Like he thought I could trust you. And then it comes up that I can't, but my question for more of silver Patrick, like as a black man, is there like any internal conflicts with, believing victims but also the history of black men being falsely accused because i know we grew up with like the duke lacrosse mm-hmm. or football team i can't remember lacrosse. them being falsely accused by the black players being falsely accused by a white student and so for me as a woman typically i believe the victim like you as the accused for the most part have to prove that the victims are lying for yes. me personally, even, but I also have a slight twinge of if it's a black man, I'm like, is this, mm-hmm. I want to believe him too, because black men are historically falsely accused targeted. a lot. Yeah. Yes. And they're targeted based, especially if they're athletes or they're famous or even in my own personal experience, I know black men that have been falsely accused. So for you, do you feel like when you hear about the R. Kelly's, the T.I.'s, the Bill Cosby's, like, do you feel conflicted in any way when you hear these stories to believe the victims? Not with them three niggas. They lie. <laughs> okay. Right? First off. Okay. Secondly, um, there is a, a sort of a, a pause, like a hesitance when it comes to some sort of youth that is rising mm-hmm. to ascent to some sort of stature, right? Whether it be through sports or music or X, Y, and Z, right? Um, if there is something that they are being accused of, right? And figuring out like, hey, like what exactly is the situation? Who are the people that are involved? Like it is tough because you don't want to ever look at a victim and say you're lying, right? right. Because mm. it is their experience, right. right? Right. But at the same time, you want to protect our black boys. That's just that's simply what it is, yeah. right? I don't know if you know about it's a famous case um, that happened in New York City. It was like '93, I think it was, Central Park Five. Mm-hmm. Um, 
them guys was in jail for a very long time. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, like I, I distinctly remember being a kid in New York when that was happening. Right. And hearing that some guys in Central Park raped some white woman and she said, she, yeah, they did it when she doesn't can't even really point out who at who the actual person was. Right. NYPD had an agenda back then. So yeah. it, was very, it was very different. Right. Mm-hmm. So having that kind of experience when it deals with young black men in a situation of being falsely accused is something that, you know, we're definitely on guard of. But when you have grown men who should be, no, not, for one, no, they're wiser. And then secondly, you have multiple people that are coming out of the woodworks saying that you did something. And the story is reflecting across the entire board. Like, we just have to do further investigation on it. Like, period. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Because no one is fall- fallible. Right? right? We can't. There's there's a line that has to be drawn where when, when it comes to like saying like oh we want to protect our like black actors or our black people who are in media but if they do a foul shit like yeah you should be held up to the you know to the fullest extent in the court of law yeah. like so it's a fine line mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to get at and I, I distinctly think for the youth who are young black men who get wrapped up into like the quote unquote system right meaning as soon as you are as soon as you get those handcuffs and you read read your Miranda rights and then police are speaking to you and you don't have someone present oh I was just about to say oh yes that is the worst situation right especially if the kid is not aware of his rights Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. if he's under 18 police don't call my mama they shouldn't right. say a word to you yeah and you don't say a word yeah. right so those are the conversations i had when i was younger except mm. you know those were more important than the sex conversation That's for me yeah. personally word. right yeah. um and you know i think that there is actually a system of trying to get our youth just like that school to prison pipeline yeah, right? right that is that is not a fallacy right yeah. that is an actual thing um because not only like i've seen it mm-hmm. right just just growing up going to school in new york but yeah it's definitely something where when we're looking at the youth when we're looking at young black men it's and making sure that they're educated right there's a complete different education that we get from any other race mm-hmm. of, of young men yeah right and making sure that they're aware of those things, making sure they're aware of their rights when it comes to like these types of situations, like those are the types of things that needs to be at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially if they're doing something with themselves to try to better themselves. Like as much as you may try to stay out of trouble, you're still a target. Right. Yeah. Right? I'm still a target. So it, it's what unfortunate that we need to walk around yeah. with that weight. Jesus, what a but weight. that's the just that's simply the truth. Yeah, being a black man in this country, right? Mm. Does that answer your question? It does, it's, okay. and it's just so disheartening raising a young black man, like knowing all of the different types of conversations I'm gonna have to have with him, in terms of like one, making sure that whenever he does decide to to have sex to make sure that he has the consent, knowing what that means and that if a woman is 
cannot directly say, I want to, you know, I want to do this or whatever, that you should just, whatever your body is telling you, your mind has to always be in the forefront and taking yourself out of curious situations. Um, but also, yeah, the same thing too. Like if someone, again, I'm, my mind is always first to believe victims, but as a black woman, I'm also like, as my black brothers, I don't always want to believe that they are, that what's happening, what their people Committing, are saying about yes. them is actually happening. Right. But at the same time, those same black brothers have also touched me inappropriately yeah. and unsolicited. Yeah. So it's like a lot of different things that are happening in my mind. I'm thinking like, how do I teach my son? And what do I say to him to make sure that he's avoiding or at least know what to do in certain situations. But I'm also happy that he is surrounded by a lot of positive black men mm -hmm. so that they can have these conversations with him. Because I don't, I only have one side of it. The black men in his life have the other side. So yeah, I'm right. grateful that he has both. But it's just, I hate that he has, that that has to happen for our kids right. in general. I feel like I also think about the aspect of victims of lack of consent or rape is that your story only has weight if there's more than one of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I always wonder what that does to the person who it happened to first. Because the question is always like, well, why didn't you come out when it happened? Yeah. And it's like, well... Because this. You're right. questioning me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, this very question should answer your question. Yeah. But um, I think that that is... I don't know what other word to use besides unfortunate but like i need a heavier word for it because there shouldn't have to be a slew of women a man shouldn't have to do it and then realize oh i can get away with this and yeah. keep doing it to then or, or not even just get, a, get away with it but settle out of court because you put a price on the value of someone but not even that i just have to i just have to show doubt I just have to somehow put a little bit of doubt over the situation and Maybe then it's really dead. Wanted it, right. Yeah. Like, like even, Charlemagne's girl. Oh, yeah. She clearly wanted the Spanish flag. Or Bill Cosby, they were all being like, well, they knew he, he was married. They knew he was married. They knew what was going to happen when they went upstairs. Like maybe when I went upstairs, I did want to have sex with him. But when you drugged me, I no longer right. can confirm that right. I want to have sex with or you. Or even the idea that like when he like settled in civil court and it was like, oh, if you just tell us what happens, like we won't come after you criminally. Like that concept to me is wild. Fucking asinine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you can admit your guilt in court and then just be like, all right, it's all we wanted to know. All right. Yeah. Have a nice day. Thank you. <laughs> or then people to be like, see, justice has now finally been served. I'm looking at you, Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not sis no more. She's still working at Howard? No, I think she resigned. resigned. Did she? Did she? No, you're lying. No, check. Some, no, check, check first. Because right I did not first, see that. I do. I remember because I was talking to my niece about it. I could have sworn that she came out with a statement after she made her statement saying, mm -hmm. I apologize if offend anybody. And if I were y'all, I would, I would. It was something along the lines of. Um, in in reflecting on what I've said, I could understand why you all would be frustrated with me, and I could see why you all wouldn't want me to be in this role anymore. But I'm almost I thought it was connected oh, no, to I think resignation. It was, there were calls for her to resign, but she just issued an apology. Yeah, and then Howard um, signed. Uh, forgive me because I can't remember her name, but the woman who wouldn't get 
who UNC wasn't offering her tenure. Oh, and then they the did CRT? offer her tenure. And then yeah. she was like, fuck y'all. And she went to Howard. Right. And that was the next news cycle. So then everybody forgot about yeah. Felicia. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, Felicia will be the dean come fall. Jeez. It's definitely a PR move. Yeah. Yes. I also feel like... Crisis management. Yeah, and also... Olivia Pope, because what? Yeah, what? They took care of that. <laughs> Hello? Quick. <Yeah. laughs> Quick. She's also a big enough name where, unfortunately, this was en- yeah. wasn't enough. I'm trying yeah. to think of, like, if I was, like, in Howard, like, performing arts, if I would still, like, be like, hey, was, was it have a 9 a.m. on your schedule for Monday? Because <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't. No. No. <laughs> but some people are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people still are, like, yeah, Listening to R. Kelly. Show <laughs> and R. Right. Kelly, too. Like, I might... Never mind. I won't mm-hmm, say me. Mm-hmm. I just know pe- there. I know plenty of blacks. They're just like. I mean, I can never give up except in the name of love. I, mean, I have a less hard time with at one point in time with the music hard. than I do with the Cosby Show. I do have. It's harder for me with the Cosby Show. Um, maybe because they're acting. I so, feel like I can separate it, but I won't watch it while he is living. So can you? Okay. Well, that brings up a point. Can you guys separate the person from the art? <laughs> it's hard with Robert. It's hard. No. Yeah, I can't either. Like, I can't listen to R. Kelly. I cannot watch the Cosby Show. Like, it, it, they are both at this point they're dead to me. Like, I cannot. So I I can't with R. Kelly. With the Cosby Show, I haven't tried. If I'm being honest, but I do have like, my Thanks. heart is sad. Like it misses the Cosby Show, and I hope that once he passes, I I can return to it. Oh, but see, I have not attempted. So see, I my don't heart know. is sad over Robert because TB two is was was one of my Girl, favorite albums of all time since okay, we're talking just, about sex that entire album man oh, we'll go hand i hand. loved past tense and it hurts my soul to not, and even i want to sing sometimes him and um hold up there are moments when i want to quote them both uh-huh. And I cannot. Right. Like, what the shit? So, the timeline, right? TP2, right? The tape already came out. Mm-hmm. I know it did. It did. It did. It did. It did. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, y'all didn't see the tape? But no, wait, no, wait. Then, wait also, no, let me speak to this. Okay, I go ahead. Because in, in, but I'm younger. When the tape came Man. out, mm-hmm. we were, I would, High I know school. we were younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when we heard about the tape, the context of it being a young, like someone our age and he's doing it. So it's like, like, I know for me personally, when I, when I heard of it, because I didn't know, like I didn't watch the video. I only heard of people speak about it. And I'm like, why he into some nasty shit? Like, why the fuck are we peeing on people? Like that's nasty. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have any context that you are, you a grown ass man. Yeah. Peeing on a little girl. The gravity of the situation didn't hit me. Yeah. Right. So... Also, sorry, really quick before you say that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dave Chappelle came out with his skit. Right. Which, and that is probably sun one of the you. most iconic, best, I'm going to piss on you, pee on you, 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 it is an iconic skit <laughs> that to this day is disgusting, completely <laughs> funny, but, but fucking accurate. it is great, but <laughs> at that time, I didn't understand what was happening. Right. Now, when that documentary came out, my God, that's when I was like, oh, it made my entire yes, heart sad. We were tr- like, we were as a people were, we tripping. were tripping. tripping. So like now that we know better, I'm, I cannot go, I can't listen to that Dave Chappelle skit. I can't listen to any of R. Kelly's albums, any of it. I can't do it. So for me personally, I cannot separate the man from especially knowing that a lot of those songs 
He or, was seeing about okay, the so women. That's, like, that's where I'm coming from. It's not that I don't miss R. Kelly, because obviously I fucking do. But <laughs> what I'm saying is so much of his music is really just telling it's me all about ru- fucking shit right. he's doing. It yeah. was a Cosby show. It's a different nigga that we watch on you TV. Are, you <laughs> are, no, you're absolutely right. Because in my mind, my, it automatically go like every time the topic of of Robert coming up the first thing that comes in my mind the first thing that comes in my mind are the two songs AJ nothing but a number and then um, that's you singing it after you talking about how you write <laughs> yeah. and then stop but Aaliyah doesn't <laughs> Aaliyah doesn't make me sad and then the second she song is, what no she Do you makes, remember when they got married no, no she makes me sad but her her music is less of an offensive thing to me. I don't no. know why. Uh-oh. It's connected. I mean, he wrote, didn't he write that song? Yes, yeah. no, yes he know, did. But he also wrote a lot of songs for Whitney Houston and other people too. No, he wrote he a lot of songs for a lot of people. But I, no, 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 I agree. That particular song is inappropriate. Right. I agree with you. Twitching, no, okay. that's, no, 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 I agree, I agree. I'm just saying, are you guys not listening to Leah at all? No, I have to tell you the second song. But that song in particular, when we're talking about art can't separate from life. No, I agree, I agree. Damn. The second song is essential to this conversation because when it first starts off, it says, "You may be young, but you ready." So that's now, Beyonce. No, Carol, she remade that. Wait, song. what song are we talking about? You may be young, but you're ready. What song are we talking about? Ready to love. Um, you're thinking about love on top. No. No, you're thinking about the a, a Marvin lyric Gay, that, like, yeah. that Beyonce says. Yes, and I was about to like, we had to keep the beat. I'm ready. Yes, that's what I was saying. Like, 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 yeah, no, that's different. <laughs> that is different, Carol. I'm talking about the No, you the almost ruined my life. No, I'm talking about the original <laughs> song that where he literally told on himself. I'm, I just get the popper because I'm so stressed out. <laughs> I can't with you. I'm not canceling Beyonce. You have to explain what popper is now because everyone knows what you popping pills. <laughs> You're right. So, okay, I'm, wait, wait, wait. Pause. <laughs> Nicole bought us this little thing where it's pretty. It's pretty much the new fidget spinner where you can like. It's like a. Um, it looks like an ice tray. Especially. Yeah, it's like when you pop like the pop. You know the thing the that the kids wrap. are using. It looks like really. It's reusable bubble wrap, and that's what right. I'm using because I'm stressed. So go, go ahead, go forth. But ultimately, all I'm saying is, what song after is it? the. We just told you the song. No, you didn't. You I wasn't paying attention. I don't know stress. the name of the actual song. Sing I just it. know that it starts. She sang the whole. Thing. I did. <laughs> you may be young, but you're ready, ready to look. Like it literally. It literally. I sound, wrote it. Yes. yes. Okay. He sung it. Yes, he yes. sung it. Yeah. And I'm in my mind when I think of him. I I think of those two songs, and I'm like, yo, you told on yourself all these years. Yep. It's almost like that that TikTok where it was like. Uh, when you're older and you realize the lyrics of the song was nothing you should have been singing when you was young. That's literally how I felt. Why is that my song too? Oh my God. Wait, what song? That is crazy. That's the one. I think of when I realized what she was singing, I was like, Janet would never. Yes, she would. Fully. Hello? Anytime she messes with, uh, Jamaica Freaks. No, Bobby Brown. You know she into some freak shit. Wait, Jan Jackson and Bobby Brown dated? Yeah, right Carol, before Whitney. Carol, please. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Are y'all serious? Right. How old were we? Right. How old are you? First of all, <laughs> if you watch TV <laughs> at all, <laughs> there was an entire segment. If you watch what? And then when he bought you Janet what? a car. If you watch what? TV at all. Uh, what show? Because I remember him being on show his wife. The one. Whitney. It was the, the one about Bobby Brown. Like there was yeah. like a docu. It wasn't even a docu series. It was like a little. It's fine. This is not relevant to your. It's to not. Can we about. talk about but the yeah. song? That, how the fact that we were singing the wrong song. That is not R. Kelly. I know you were talking about. Keep sweating. I can't believe I really forgot <gasps> that. Oh, yeah. Was it? yeah so uh, Who apologize, it? apologize, uh, you're right, right okay. now. Sorry, Sir Keith. Stop. <laughs> Just <laughs> do something else. Y'all will be you're here right. about the cancel sorry. Keep Sweat. Uh, this sorry. was like, what song are y'all sorry. singing? It was the wrong song. It was Keep Sweat. Apparently, Keith. Was it Keith? So then, I loud and wrong. Did I actually write it? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Now we, no, we have to. No, now no, we got to find out. We have to know. Because all of y'all should be. You need to apologize, Mr. Wait, Sweat. Just... I apologize <laughs> because <laughs> I personally love your music and your begging ass cute sweat self. Yeah. I mean that's how the people refer to him, and I Sing love it to him. Singing to the lick on verses. We right. saw you. Yes. All of that. All of that. I love you in every group that you went. Like when you was with the LSG. one verse that started on time, and I missed it. But the if irony. this song is written by by R. Kelly, he told on himself. But, no, it's right. but if it's wow. by him, then what? No, it wasn't even by him. Okay. okay, well then I apologize severely to... Take this whole part out, Patrick. Please. <laughs> Please. Too many gems. Yes. It's too many gems. It is too many gems. It's I, fine. Nonetheless, so I apologize. I misspoke. I misspoke. <laughs> you misknew. <laughs> what? So did Bobby Brown and Jenny even date? Or was that all a lie too? No, no they absolutely dated. dated. He bought oh, her no, a car. That was a thing. Where's that was a real he thing. bought her a car. No, I don't they believe it. Yes. yes. So how old were we? Looking on Al Gore's internet because I need to know. Oh my god. Because <laughs> now I don't believe <laughs> that. Did y'all just BET after dark this happened on? Yeah. Did y'all? No, I'm okay. That part I know for sure. Like with confidence, mm. I could be loud. You're pretty and confident right. about the other thing. Right. You're right, but it was the lyrics for me. Okay, but I want to move on. That's fine. <laughs> you asked <laughs> right. Oh okay. yeah. Sorry. Look it up. But are we waiting? Right. No. Okay. Proceed. Proceed. Okay. Any, okay. Can I just end with well, this? Here you go. Know, at piece. the end of the day, do not let people peer pressure you into consent because that is real. But by people, who do you mean? And anybody, because I don't want to be unfair and say that men are the only people out here snatching okay. goodies. Okay. Oh no, women try to snatch it too. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I said. You, you gotta talk. You okay? No, I'm now good. We got but it's a fact. <laughs> Wait, it's a fact. But this is make up, bring up a good point because I did have a conversation recently about um, with someone that was a a younger young lady on her um, lesbian journey because I do feel like our kids are also more fluid and open with their sexuality than we were when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Like, so for Sila, do you feel like you, for your experience, you didn't have a full sex conversation because it was always more heterosexual than it was from like a like a gay experience so yeah well um first didn't really have a conversation so just, i mean <laughs> we didn't even but not even in school like i don't even yeah, think that was covered no. so yeah you're definitely you're not having any of the the sex education um being towards same sex in any way shape or form so male or female but i definitely didn't get any and thank goodness the internet was out because i don't know was it sorry i don't mean that shady (laughs) 
Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> you got to relax. No, 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 Every episode with you. No, Every no, time. no. No, I'm only, I'm only, I'm only saying that because. Your computer lab was open, Carol. I remember. Yes. I didn't get internet in my house until like <laughs> eighth grade. Lab. She said okay. the computer lab. So I was only saying that because I didn't have the internet until middle school. Okay. I know you are older than us. <laughs> so I don't know when you had it. <laughs> only reason why I'm asking. <laughs> Fine, I'm not going to talk no more. That's a lot. <laughs> okay. So I'm not I trying to be shady. Yes, we have the internet. <laughs> when did Al Gore, <laughs> Al Gore's ex- discover it? Was out in the streets when. I was considering, so after I had my sex ed classes, which were in seventh and eighth grade. Tiffany looks like that girl from the courtroom. <laughs> Why are the we like just stuck because she can't believe a man just told the judge they had sex. Damn, did you have sexual relations with this man this morning? <laughs> we sure did, Tiffany. We sure did. Oh, man, I wish we were recording video. I hate us. <laughs> It's a mess. Okay, go ahead, um, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, we had the internet. Um, however, um, the sex talk at school with regards to anatomy and all of that was a separate um, education, I would say, um, than it then would be the actual. Uh, my sexual liberation or whatever you want to call it. So like I, for me, I had to become educated because I didn't know anything about any of it other than how my, how I felt around other women. But as far as the specifics, no. So that had to be found out, yes, in the um, in the computer lab if you really needed to have your internet. Um uh, but yeah, so for, and we, I think right around that time too, social media had picked up too. So there was like <laughs> Black Planet Facebook, Black oh, Planet in yes, MySpace. We were searching for Bay. Yes. It was actually, um, I was going to say more of like an AOL situation where you had like My the chat rooms. Oh, the chat ASL. rooms. Yes, yes ASL. ASL. Yes. What's ASL? Wow. Sexualization. You did not know that. The ASL for me is American Sign Language. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're a baby. Even I know that one. <laughs> but yeah, so you just get, I mean, we, we got it. I got it that way. So this generation, I think uh, your younger generation may not have the schools managing it, but there's a lot of education out there if, you, if you're if you willing to look for it. So, yeah. Uh, I say do, the, do your own research because you're going to want to know what you want to know for yourself. That's why um, I feel like the conversation around the relationship is so important because it's not just about... Getting pregnant or the physical. I think yeah. or, you know I mean? They've made it a very um it's a monolith and it's not. It's there are layers to this and I think that if you you know, even if you don't agree with anybody having sex before a certain time, whatever that subscribed time is, there is the understanding that what comes with this is is relationships what comes with that is emotions and i feel like Mm -hmm. that's not not if it's religion that you're basing your your point of view on that's discussed in the bible so let's talk about those things let's not leave it to just being physical because we all know that there's more to it than that right and i think that there's something to be learned about 
that dynamic to your relationships, even when it's not sexual, even when you're not having sex, there's something to be gained from learning about how to regard your relationships in a healthy manner, even if they're just friendships, even they're platonic, you know, inner gender relationships. Like it just doesn't, it's not like what's so one note. Yeah. I got a question. Me too. Oh, Lord. I do too. Why am I nervous? I feel like my stomach flips when Carol's like, I have a question. (laughs) No, don't be nervous. Okay, so we all know that marriage isn't in the cards for everyone, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So this is, I guess this is where I struggle thinking that if God has not destined or ordained whatever you to be married, Mm -hmm. did he just... Like you're supposed to be sexless, sexless for the rest of your life, or live in sin. But I mean, it's something like I. That's we like, all the, already living in sin. Does he really? Does he yes. really care mm-hmm. that much? To, like first, like dang God, do you hate me this much? He cares for you, yes, but not my vagine. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that I don't think that they're separate. I'm pretty sure that they're all together. It's one. It's one. So it's not to say that he does not care for your pleasures or your or you're not having pleasures or whatever the case may be but i think that if you if you that's us too also narrowing it down to a model if there are some people who yes maybe you won't get married because the extreme would be you're you know saving yourself for god or and so you may be a nun or a priest or whatever the case may be And, and then there are other people who don't subscribe to that and it could be that they're not having the sex for whatever reason but i don't think that that the sex the sex the sex the sex they're not having sex um for whatever reason and it, the lack of there being some i think people have to be really careful about it could be a personal choice it could be one in which he's like you're Maybe you're maybe for you your path is something else, and it doesn't mean that you won't have, but it may be later. It may be at a different time. And who who are we to say whether or not that's right or wrong? I mean, I feel you. I'm just saying I would settle. <laughs> oh, <And> so, <laughs> we, be careful about settling. Like you I might be settling with some bad <laughs> dinner, and you don't want right. to do that. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm not. I'm not selling bread. That. Oh, okay. That's going to be the one thing that makes it all good. <laughs> But, but I mean, also feel like there's an element to it where it's like how we weight sins. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like our society has Ooh, put a lot of weight. Women too. So, yeah. many, so much well, weight. Especially that yes. part, but neither here nor there because men are like, oh, they're just boys will be boys. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I feel like. Patrick, <laughs> look at my <laughs> Explain. What, what do you mean? Oh, I feel like societally, yes. there is this. Go clearance ahead. that men with. get that women don't hit them with it that too. men can be <gasps> wild they can be in the streets they can be out yeah. here they're supposed to get them cheeks that's right what'd your dad but say but protect yourself what'd your dad say what's the what's the term the patriarch who's dad are you talking about Patrick's. Patrick's. Oh, wow. Go ahead, Carol. Attempt it. Go no. ahead. No, I want you to say no, it. I want you to know. Go ahead. You know exactly what I said. Something with the meat. <laughs> I should have wrote it down. <laughs> really wrote it down. Beat the Beat meat. Skin. Beat skin. Yes. Close. Close. Right, Something close. with the meat. Just close. Close. Something. Yeah. Just close enough. Oh. <laughs> Sorry I can't to tell my, y'all nothing. Sorry to my Caribbean veteran <laughs> sister. Oh my god. 
I love, love you all. Don't. No, Listen, I didn't steal the rum, juvet, or none of that. <laughs> y'all come back and Michael B. Jordan. Y'all leave me alone. Okay, on my list of infractions, I'm at a one. Okay. Right. <laughs> chill out. Chill out. Anyways. So I'm just saying that, like, men get clearances and women are supposed to be nuns, basically, until we're married. And then we're supposed to know how to do it in a handstand. Okay, so... Wait, do you disagree? No, I... I I didn't ask a question. It's not that I disagree, but I think a lot of that energy has changed. Hmm? As of late. This is intriguing. No? Mm -hmm. Go ahead, speak your Yeah, speech. no finish. You might I know mean, so we don't. Right. <laughs> even what is being portrayed in quote unquote media, mm-hmm. right? For women just having a more forward presence in capturing what is their sexual life and what is and commanding that and owning it, right? I think it's a lot more accepted now than it ever was previously. I think is there no agreement on that? I think okay. women are just throwing it out there and be more comfortable with that. I don't know if right. the acceptance is there. And I also think well, that it's indirect with- response to us being told to sit down and be quiet still. So, like, if you're talking about, like, the Cardi B's and the Meg Stallions, like, we still had Lil' Kim. We still had Foxy Brown. You know what I mean? So I don't feel like it's really that different from the past. It just is... There's more media and social media around it than there was in the past because it's more Mm -hmm. mainstream than it was. And so maybe that is a piece of what you're talking about. But I don't think that that has changed the in-home conversation that we are getting as women growing up. Okay. All right. And that's that's, I can't speak to that. So then I understand what you're saying. But even the media, because who was it? Jermaine Dupri that recently came out and was like, all you female rappers rap about is like sex and your peas and all. Wasn't it him that said that about Megan specifically? (laughs) You old and not relevant. Oh, it was attention to Jermaine Dupri. Oh, it was. I mean, it was random. I think it was like last year, two years ago when he said it. So like that's why I'm saying like I feel like women are being like I don't care. Like look, this is what it is. Like the the Cardi B's, the Megan's, the City Girls, and all that I think, stuff. I don't think that's fair, right? Well, part. Because all of those girls, all the Cardi B's and Megan Thee Stallions, they listen to 3-6 Mafia, they listen to Cash Money, they listen to all the shit that I grew up listening, right? And it was the same message. Wait, well, what do you disagree right? with? I don't agree with Jermaine Dupri's the other thing is they just matching the energy mm-hmm. but it's yeah. interesting that it's like masculine energy right it is like still very like domineering it's still very like you gonna eat this pussy <laughs> like you you gonna take the shit it's not like it's not like empowering the feminine does that make sense oh, but who's right. to say that is strictly only for men to have that. No, no, no. And that's not what I'm trying to get at. I guess I I'm think, like, what are I'm, you saying that it's not you and a you and I T Y? It's it's why, right? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like you, where you would me personally, I look at Queen Latifah and I think, okay, she's a female rapper and she had a broad spectrum of things that she wrapped out to include community and love for one another. Like that's how like overall mm. versus the Cardi B's and the Megs is wow. Okay, so no, because I still think that you can be sexual and be 
like present feminine energy right. I guess then it questions okay. like what is feminine energy versus masculine energy but I feel like gotcha they like, Cardi B, like maybe it's a piece of that and then Cardi B like has rapped about a dick like if I had a dick Oh, you know what I okay. mean? I feel like okay. it has that like same energy as if it were a male rapping, but they're women. So then it's, I don't, does any, do you know? I feel what you're saying. Okay. It, it feels, I think as men rap about it and it's very, I think, it, I think it's the aggression maybe the behind it. Yeah. And that's why it feels like masculine energy, but it's same thing. It's like, it's us. It's still feminine energy. We're just putting it on. We're giving it to you in the same way that you be giving it to us. Right. So I feel like there is a middle ground between, to me, it feels like there's, R&B and then there's hip hop but like the women hip hop have like taken like the masculine hip hop I feel like there is a middle ground of the spectrum where like there is like a female rap hip hop that is like receiving rather than like forcefully giving but like we're not getting any of that so, okay you know what I, I get I think yeah. it's inter- I think that's very interesting because right now most of these male rappers is on some Kid Cudi energy a very emotional. Not the baby though. But wait, no. <laughs> wait, wait, what is Kid Cudi energy? What do you mean by that? Just like emo rap. Okay. This is a lot of emotional talking about your feelings, okay. talking about how some girl did you wrong, talking about depression. I think there's a lot of that that's more present See? in the yeah. the younger generation's music today than it ever was previously. Okay. So maybe I would think- call that more feminine energy. And not because it's like just because it's talking about emotions, but it's not making them weak. Like, it's like you're empowering your emotions by, like, talking, talking about, about them. them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like there's a middle ground, but it's not... It's too it wide ends of a spectrum. Right. I wouldn't necessarily... Doc- I wouldn't directly correlate that to feminine energy because that almost sounds like men are not allowed to have emotions. No, I think no, it's that's culturally, that's what we've defined it as. Right, right. Right. But it's, I think, I think it's, that's why, yeah. we're getting into a whole other conversation about like gender roles yeah. and like Sorry. gender identity. I'm not identity. trying to emasculate. I'm not yeah. trying to denigrate him by any means. I think that that is a wonderful and necessary thing. Yeah. I'm just saying that I feel like he's in the middle ground of the spectrum that I was trying to describe right. when we're talking about women rappers yeah, right I feel now. You. But I also think that we have to be mindful in that specific arena in in entertainment if you rap and you create um you create a form of entertainment based off of your experience so mm-hmm. with cardi b having a stripper background it's like you you a boss chick you go get this money you run shit they don't run shit so that's the type of aura i'm gonna put off versus someone who might be i mean a little bit more because I feel like she's struggling not struggling now I think she's embodied it Mm. but she when she was affirming her feminine because she's we've known her as when she was younger she's now a young adult Mm. and so her being sexy is now being frowned upon right her Mm. embracing her sexy which is I think what you're getting at right like whereas a Cardi a Megan they're very comfortable with their sexy right whereas a Chloe she's becoming comfortable with her sexy yeah 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 yeah. okay right So I actually had a question um, related to consent. Do you think, I mean, consent, a yes is a yes and a no is a no all day long, period. Period. Per. Per. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But do you think that consent looks or maybe sounds different in a heterosexual relationship versus a homosexual relationship? No. Does that matter? 
No, no, not, no, not to me. Just, just curious. Yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, not something I've ever thought of. I don't. I personally have not experienced that, so I I, I do think that that is a good question because uh, after watching uh, Michaela uh, Collins, um, what was it? I might I might hear destroy uh, you. I might, yeah, yeah, like that made me. That show is so triggering. It's so triggering. If you have any questions about consent, that'd be a great show to go ahead and check out because it definitely lets you know, especially um, those individuals who are single out there dating, man, male and female, that be really great for you to go ahead and check out. But anyway, so watching that made me realize just because you've been, you know, just because you're two men, just because you're two women, it doesn't change the fact that consent needs to be right. given, period. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. And it needs to be a full yes. And when asked to stop, that means, you know, stop. I mean, so I guess that brings up another question. Does the burden fall on men or women more than the other? Because I feel like right now... yes. But, it's men's responsibility. Yes, but I think, but right now, currently, they're saying women, regardless, if they didn't, they put themselves in precarious situations. I think that's how the media is coming across, like the Bill Cosby. Or how you dress. Yeah, like you should dress this way, or you shouldn't drink too much, or whatever. But I feel like some of this, uh, this is just a topic for conversation, period. I'm not saying one or the other, but I feel like right now, Women are being blamed a lot when in some situation, the men need to take a little bit more responsibility and being like, hey, she was too intoxicated. So I need to step up and being like, no, this is not going to happen as much as I want it to happen. It needs to stop. OK, so there's two things at play. That's not new. A like that, that's been happening to women for like eons yes, where we've been being blamed for actions that have been yes. taken upon us. Right. But I also feel like. Men owning up to that it goes back to the talk right so it goes back mm-hmm. to that conversation about like oh you getting them cheeks so if the, that conversation is different there is an acknowledgement where this is not the situation that i should be trying to get that but if it's presented to me as this is my goal mm. and this is an easier opportunity for me to achieve that goal mm-hmm. then that's not a thought that's passing Mm. your brain you know what i mean so i feel like it's twofold mm-hmm. personally all right i want to hear i don't know patrick seems like he's deep in thought um for me personally i think it is more so the responsibility of man right if you are in a sexual situation <laughs> slow clap okay slow clap thanks man thanks um, if you are if you're in a situation with a young female and she's either inebriated, like for one, just don't even don't even engage, right? If you got the sauce, then you should be able to get that at a later time when both of y'all are good. Right. right? So mm-hmm. you shouldn't even be tripping off of that. Right. right? Secondly, um I personally believe in asking for consent more than once. Right. Mm. Like uh, feelings can change in mm-hmm. the middle of the act of or just like in the in the attempt or in the act of. So I feel it's my personal responsibility to make sure whoever it is that I am engaging with that. Are you comfortable? It's me. <laughs> it's <only> me. <laughs> relax. Relax. 
I feel it's important that like, I feel it's important that I understand it's like yo are you comfortable uh, so, what right? is that, so what does consent look like to you because I know most women are going to be like mid stroke like you good <laughs> like what is so that what you want <laughs> Honestly, you never know. Wait, that could be hot. Actually, no. Hold on, wait. No, because <laughs> no. if you think about it, it does happen. Because if it, sometimes uh-huh. in the midst, when you get the you question, you ask for consent. We might cover it. Shut your mouth. I do. Um, in the midst, sometimes you get the question like, "Is it good?" You could be like, "Nah." It's wait a wait a minute. I, I, I wasn't we, even. I think we broached another topic. I wasn't even <laughs> pertaining to like if it was good, but more but so no, are but like, you good? Right, no, no, no. Exactly. I no, I understand nope. that, but okay. what that could potentially lead to, like, Harry, if, if someone you need help, wink twice. <laughs> <laughs> he don't need help. He's fine. We fine. You, know you can't be the oppressor affirming that. <laughs> we need to hear consent. <laughs> Slide into the Let me finish my point. Yes, please, Patrick. Please finish your point. It's if you need saving. I think just (laughs) just making sure that whoever that you're engaging with, they're comfortable with the situation that's happening. Yeah. Right. Because if at any point it is a no, there needs to be a firm stop. Right. Right. Hard stop. It needs to be a hard stop. I have a question because I actually had this conversation with my mother and we were were on two different terms on what we believe can and cannot happen. So let me go ahead and I'll poll the audience as well. But since I have a man here sitting in the room, Mm -hmm. we had a discussion about whether or not a man could stop in the midst of whatever is happening. Like mid stroke. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So make sure we're on the same page. Yes. Can, is that physically possible? Because yes. It's, uh, a, it's just a matter of the nigga gave a fuck to stop. Okay. I mean, we can't That's pull it. out. But here's the thing that made me realize that as a kid, because you're told all the time that like, well, men get blue balls yeah. and if their balls hurt, like yeah, it's only natural balls. for them mm-hmm. to like really try and really get after it. They can't help themselves. No. It was like something was like, okay, if you're having sex with a guy and your parents walk in, he going to keep going? That's exactly what right. I said to her. And she did not. She was like, it, you don't know how, how, what they, no, you don't either. Cause that doesn't, I'm, that, I, I, I feel like they, I feel like for some reason it's almost act like men are like these, pri- like they're like almost their primal states and they just like, I have to get it. Like I cannot stop. Like they, they stop, they remove this aspect of them having a brain. They're not yeah. rabid dogs. That's not what they are. And they have function and they have brains and they can act on it as appropriate. Like, I mean, or not. thank you, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Nicole. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not. I'm, no, we're all agreeing with you. I'm just saying, I feel like when it comes to consent and sex and things, it's almost like those aspects no longer matter. matter. And yeah. as a woman, we're just supposed to be like, oh, well, I mean, he just couldn't stop. I mean, you said that it was okay at first, and now, like, you just got to deal with it. Well, so, like, pre, I think, like, we have this preconceived notion like we can't say no at a certain point right. because at some point we gave the notion, notion that it was yeah. okay yes. and so once we give that notion we can no longer say we no longer have the option it. to say no here's my thing right if we are engaged right in the act and you are either in physical pain or experiencing something that is just like chill You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To then continue in the in the midst of that, 
understanding that whoever that you're engaging with is not enjoying this at all, right? Because this is a mutually beneficial situation, right? right? That, that, that's, I would assume that that's what every guy that's what we would want, want to that have. to be, right? For you to then continue, it's just like, yo, you, you're, you're, you're being an animal, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And you're not having sense of mind of recognizing that, yo, this is a whole other person that you're. I honestly you know feel saying? like you might be in the minority. And maybe yeah. at our age, it's different. But I would say younger. I would. I think in our like early 20s, okay. I think that's not necessarily, at least for women, we're not conditioned to be like, I'm no longer enjoying this. I can stop it mm-hmm. now. So we're at least. I can just speak from, I can only speak from my perspective. It's a very invasive thing for y'all. Right. But for us, it we're, I think we are conditioned to feel like once it starts, it has to finish. And us right. finishing is on y'all. Oh, it's no longer up to us to when it finishes. And I, I'm seeing everyone else. Mm-hmm. So I think no, we're no, on the no. I, agree, I agree with you in that sense. And I think that that starts with the, the talk, right? And how we... If we are the person tasked with the conversation with our young women or young men, I think it's important to one, not only emphasize what Patrick said, where like if check periodically or make sure that whomever you're engaging with in the moment is okay at any given point. But also we need to normalize the no mm-hmm. and and saying, okay. You maybe we right in the middle and like okay look I can't no more or I mean I don't want to or I just I don't want to do this anymore this just doesn't feel good and and be okay with the no and yes you're right I do believe that we have we as females have been taught over periods of time you need to please your man it's the cater to you mentality and. And sometimes that, that, okay, if you, there's a fine line with that. Yeah. Because the cater to you mentality could. That's 30 years without, without an organ. That sound like Wait a minute. When's the first what? time I'm hearing this perspective to know that Just this saying. is what y'all are, to him and he, quote unquote, what taught. <laughs> right. To, to be like. I think. It's less taught to, subconsciously. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah. not said this needs to happen, but I think the messages that we're constantly receiving. Yeah. But I also feel like in this conversation specifically, there's an element of don't run from it, girl, that men are taught. That is like us being actively in pain and us <laughs> pushing away in the moment. That's like, not you can't handle it. it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it being like a source of pride for men to hurt women in the act that is like not yeah. talked about enough. I saw a meme about it recently that was like hmm. a lot of y'all are talking about like don't run from the dick girl that are actually just like putting women in pain that like you think you're doing something but it's actually not an enjoyable experience for them and but that's what you've been taught to do Mm -hmm. and I it kind of like was a really interesting perspective for me and you should definitely talk on this if you if this is okay you're gonna say something (laughs) (laughs) but I thought that that was a very illuminating uh meme yeah I mean yeah that's very real well I also don't think it has to be physical pain either like 
it, it doesn't on. like you you can be in the throes and not be experiencing physical like maybe you just don't feel it and you just don't want to no more so you were like nigga stop because i don't feel nothing and you don't <laughs> <anyone. laughs> you do understand how that sounds right i'm just saying you do understand how that sounds <laughs> She knows exactly what she's okay. saying. That's, that's not the same situation. Yeah. No. 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 It's, okay. Wait. No. It's not the same same situation. But okay, that was a funny. But anyway, <laughs> at the end of the day, the it doesn't have to be physical pain. It could be emotional, or maybe you get triggered by something in the act, or or make ultimately triggered by something in whatever capacity that might be. Maybe it could be physical. Maybe it's emotional. Maybe it's like, oh, oh my God, what am I doing? Or maybe like you're sobering up and you're like, oh God, what is happening right yes. now? Stop. Yeah. And then that's what it just needs to be. Right. I 100% agree with you. I was, I was just talking specifically in the sense of like men injuring women in the act of sex and like what that's drives S&M that. Shit. That's some S&M shit. So, <sighs> not always. Sometimes it's very normal. No, it's not always S&M. So, really? from, from a Caribbean perspective, right? <gasps> I'm scared. The, <laughs> don't be scared. <laughs> like, there's a term called dagadat, right? Oh, oh wow. that, I know what that sounds like. Right? <laughs> I know what that sounds like. Dagger that. Yes. I need descriptive words and Carol, explanations. How much more descriptive you can you get than that? Carol he, needs he a Caribbean said, urban dictionary. I literally <laughs> said dagger that. That's right. oh dagger that. <laughs> yes, Karen. Someone give Karen an ER. <laughs> dagger that. Sorry. Go ahead, Patrick. I'm My not Caribbean. Me. I need to know. I want to make sure that we're on the same page. Carol, I'm, I'm not Caribbean, and I can still understand what the okay, man is Okay, okay, but I'm not. She, okay, she, I need I need sorry. a full explanation. Okay. Let's anyway, let's come back. Let's come Please. back. Please right. finish your statement. So <laughs> this sort of like rhetoric that is like put out to our young males not only in dance hall music and you know just like i'm speaking specifically about the caribbean jamaica specifically mm-hmm. right the concept is explanatory right right it it is not something that i would think most women find enjoyable right but there is a quote unquote respect mm-hmm. to being able to perform in such a manner respect right. by who respect from the woman wait can we okay i'm so lost damage my uterus i respect <gasps> you more okay not yep. damage the entire uterus <laughs> that's not what my i'm cervix. getting at. so we go on that that's not what i'm getting yes. <laughs> all right make sure i'm understanding it's more so the stamina aspect of okay, being able okay, to keep okay. up right mm-hmm. it's it's more so about that right all so right. even that i'm walking with you aspect of it right can be looked at as like, nigga, I'm not enjoying this. Right. Because right? this for one going too long. Right? For two. You're going too deep. Right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's just one of those things. I know, I know that was graphic. I'm sorry. I was burping. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> the look away was real. Patrick was like, nigga, I gotta apologize after this podcast is over. <laughs> But even just that concept, right? We're being told that as young men, right? So think about how we're going into sexual situations, right? Right? 
Like, well, I need to dominate the situation right. that I walk into with any female. So you're not going into as, I, let me please my mate. It's let me get my rocks off. Yeah. Or it's daggering that will please her. Um, well, which one is it? Right. Is it all of those is things. Is it this will please her or this is what I need to do to get mine? Both. Okay. Wow. So I'm I'm curious if if sex could potentially be cultural because like you said you're taught that you have a Caribbean Jamaican background and, and Guyanese Guyanese I'm my, Caribbean I'm Jamaican and Guyanese my apologies sorry just, just, I didn't know can't, can't disrespect the, you're you know, right. the other side alright so, so okay so perhaps people with their same upbringing or same background or I'm sorry not people females from the same background mm-hmm go into it with that thought process versus someone who might not be right possibly so i mean if that enough so again going back to perhaps sex is cult like i it makes me think of married at first sight for those that watch it when i heard beth say basic caucasian sex and i'm like but bitch you white so what is, what is that what is that like <laughs> what have you been experiencing right for you to know for like. you to know what quote unquote basic caucasian sex is like do white men not move okay maybe they don't maybe their hips don't move like that i don't know but My hips don't lie but but again maybe it's cultural like maybe your basic caucasian sex is different than i don't know i don't know it just I'm thinking on it. It just is lots of. It seems moving. I don't know. I mean, it feels a little more gender than cultural, but from what I'm hearing, but I'm not. Sh- I would say that too because I feel like because you're like mentally know that this is what men are told to do doesn't necessarily mean that your like uterus okay. is any. You're right. I don't think what you're hearing <laughs> as a Caribbean male. I don't think it's, it's that different. Yeah, it's the different not. what our black men or our white men are hearing either. I do think mm-hmm. that the, I think initially the conversation around sex is, for men, is get yours versus how can I please my partner. Right. Right. Whereas for women I feel like we're more conditioned to be like how can I please my partner versus, or what can I do to for him to feel good versus what feels good to me. Right. And at some point, probably, and I would say probably our late 20s, early 30s, we get to a point where we're like, look, I'm no longer worried about just what feels good for you. This is what feels good to me. Mm-hmm. And I think we're also coming out of like the generation that's like, the female orgasm is a myth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're no longer making like sure. We're not that far removed from yeah, that. Yeah, but we're also, it's just like, we're getting to a point where like, it's not just about you. Right. It's also about me. Like, this is a, this is a, or, or, this is a transactional, or mutual, or mutual yeah, yeah. situation. It's only about me. I'm done now. I'm going to bed. Okay, you have uh, a you have a mate. Uh, uh, <laughs> I do. You have a whole. I don't mate. even know what sound effect to play for that. You don't. Stop! <laughs> okay, so we're getting to the point in our show where I feel like we should do affirmations for our listeners. So who wants to go first? Everyone looks stuck. <laughs> Okay, I'll go first. Wait, I have to ask my uh, trademarked question. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It should be relevant to the topic at hand. <laughs> you can go last. Okay. <laughs> oh, she always go last. Yes, because she always asks the last same time question. I went second to last. I would like to go second to last again. All right, I'll okay. go first. I want to say um, to our listeners that 
You are not damaged goods if you mm. decide mm. to engage or not engage in sex at whatever point in life that you decide. So if you decide to do it early, mm. that is fine. If you decide to wait, that is also fine. It should just be your decision. And that's what's most important. And that um, you shouldn't feel away because you chose to do what was best for you and your body. Because essentially that is all that matters. All right, I guess I'll go next, Saya. Um, I think what I want to affirm with every one of our listeners is that you and you, are, you alone know yourself best. You know, there's going to be times when you're dealing with uh, growing into your own sexual person, be it one in which you don't do anything at all or, what, or one who has chosen that they want to have sex. And there will be times when individuals will try to um, either work around maybe consent or seek to only please themselves and not you. You know exactly what it is that you are here for and you're what you're not here for and do not let anyone else tell you otherwise um no matter where your self-esteem may be at one point in time no matter whether or not you started on one part of this journey and and decided you didn't want to do it anymore be it in the midst or you know in the middle of a relationship um whatever that is whatever you know for yourself that's going to work be okay with standing firm in that it is the right thing for you, no matter what it looks like. You aren't behind if you haven't had it yet. You aren't really all that advanced if you've already had it. It's one of these things of you finding finding yourself, knowing yourself, and being okay with whatever that is that you choose. There are tons of people, whether or not they're in your immediate circle or they're not, that will make you maybe feel one way or another. But understand, whatever your choice is, it's the right one for you. Amen. Mm, that was good. It was. It always is. Um, I affirm for our listeners relationships that are full relationships that Mm. are full of respect full of regard for your self-respect your self-worth relationships that are going to promote those things that aren't going to make you question those things and relationships that are only going to help you flourish and not shrink I think that um, when we have these conversations a lot of the times it gets hard to know what relationships are are right when sex plays a role it can really cloud a lot of those things um because you're wondering how someone can want you in one way and not in another way but i condemn all that self-doubt i want you to know that you are full and whole on your own and that all of your relationships both platonic and sexual will highlight all that you bring to this life all the things that god has made you and help you express those things in the most positive of manners. Mm. Good. Patrick. Mm. Oh. Um, yeah, welcome to the affirmation here? circle. Clearly. Mm. I want to affirm to the listeners um, to make sure that as you, whether you're young or older, whatever your sexual experience journey is, that you always respect the other person that you're engaging with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, whether that be male, female, make sure that there's consent had, right? Um, That goes both ways. 
because there are plenty of situations where males are taken advantage of and I think that goes mm-hmm. unlooked yeah mm-hmm. um it's kind of like just batted an eye at as opposed to just strictly females um and just that understand that as much as you're going through whatever situation it is that other person is going through it right um it could be something that's completely different from what you're experiencing and just make sure that consent is had and there's an understanding between the two of y'all that hey if this isn't isn't a mutually enjoyable thing that there is no there's no problem in saying like that you have a problem with it Mm -hmm. don't feel like you need to sit there either in the situation and just feel an experience right yeah you have a voice use it Mm. speak up amen Mm. that was good how do i follow that um i'm going to say i affirm that sex is no longer a one-sided situation i know that's right um in in every capacity where normalizing the talk for both men and females i say that sex is not supposed to be for women a cater to you mentality for men i have a goal to achieve um as it's been mentioned it is a mutually um pleasurable act for both parties whether that be a male female 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 male male every you are to be valued in the situation at every point from start to finish and no one person is better than the next um and just love each other like know know that you the experience is what you make it no one person's is going to be worse or better or whatever have you your experience is your experience regardless of what other people think about it and that's it good job guys all right y'all see y'all in two weeks bye bye